Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. This is episode 145. Hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to finish up our series on John. We're going to talk about Clown World, and we're going to talk about why I did this series on John to begin with. And I want to identify some of these, to use Vody Bauckham's term, fault lines. I want to identify the fault lines that I saw before I started this series and that I think still remain, and then get into John 20 and 21, and then wrap the series up. I hope it's been helpful for you. Let's go ahead and pray, ask for the Lord's help, and then dive in. Lord, Lord, we thank you so much for your grace to us. I thank you in the midst of the cultural insanity that's happening in the non-Christian world, in clown world, and the insanity that unfortunately is happening within the body of Christ. I pray that you would give us grace for one another, that you would help us to love one another, but to live as you would have us live, and to be sent as Jesus was sent, and help us to do that. I trust that you're going to Give us courage and wisdom. Thank you so much for the last you know, 24, 25 weeks of going through the Gospel of John. It's just been a lot of fun. We love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Clown World. Here's the divide that I saw before doing this series, and I want to wrap up this series. It's been a long one. It's been because I've missed a few weeks here and there, and by the way, I missed yesterday morning because I woke up with a headache, so my bad for not posting this on Monday morning. But one of the things that I saw is how Christians are facing Clown World. Now, I think all Christians are identifying the fact that there is a bunch of craziness happening in our country and really globally from 2020 to 2021. In light of Clown World, there's been two approaches from Christian circles, and we can call one approach the Big Evo approach, which has been the Be Nice crew, use your cultural capital, make sure and defend your public witness, and we want to make sure as we're addressing non-Christians and the issues we're facing today that we do so in a manner that's nice and in a manner that's going to continue to build a relationship to be able to be a bridge to talk to the lost world. And then on the other side of things, you have the prophetic crew, the crew that's speaking out, calling Clown World Clown World, and it's the crew that's saying, hey, listen, this is crazy. We've got to do ministry the way the apostles did it, the way Christ did his work, the way he brought the kingdom, and you know what? If it offends somebody, it's going to offend somebody. No big deal. Whatever. We're going to go out and preach the truth, and it doesn't matter if the world hates us or not. So there's been the Nine Marks approach with Jonathan Lehman and Mark Dever, and there's been the John MacArthur approach when it comes to the lockdowns. There's been there's been the Fight, Laugh, Feast crew. There's been the Michael Fosters. There's been Eric Kahn's, Brian Sauvay. There's been that crew. And then there's been the For the Church crew, the Gospel Coalition crew. You guys get the divides. And like I said in the prayer, to use Vody Bauckham's turn, there's been fault lines and how we face clown world. And so what I wanted to do, and and what I noticed is that the Be Nice crew regularly is talking about how mean everybody on the other side is, and they're talking about that publicly. And what I wanted to do in the Gospel of John is show that chapter by chapter, Jesus is doing things that fall more in line, not with the Be Nice crew, but fall in line with that prophetic crew, the crew that's saying, that's calling Clown World, Clown World, the crew that's doing ministry in a way that's going to bring hostility in a hostile world. It's going to be bring hatred like Jesus brought hatred. People are not going to like the message. So I wanted to show there's a way to quarrel without being quarrelsome. I wanted to show that Jesus was qualified 
in a 1 Timothy 3 and Titus chapter 1 manner. Because what I see time and time again is that elders must not be quarrelsome. Look, elders must not be quarrelsome. So you can't be calling clown world clown world. You can't pick fights. But then we look at the Gospels, chapter by chapter in the Gospel of John, as we look, looked at, and we see Jesus even picking fights. He's quarreling without being quarrelsome. And so we want to be able to be all that Jesus is, the lion and the lamb, and do pastoral ministry the way Jesus would have us. Jesus is the good shepherd. So what I wanted to train you with, pastors, and everybody listening in, is that pastoral ministry should look like Jesus. It should look like, it should be Christ-like, duh. And so we're wrapping it up today. It's been half a year, over half a year, or close to half a year, and I hope it's been helpful to you. And then we're going to get into some content, some more content, and different content, uh, but still towards pastors here starting next week. We're going to talk about why church planting in cities has become a train wreck, basically. And also, I need to make an announcement. We're going to be doing a new show that's going to be coming out on the Majesty's Men platform and it's a part of the Honor God Network, we're going to be doing, this is like the big announcement here, and then we're going to be doing more announcements with the other guys who are going to be co-hosts. I'm going to be hosting a show called The Majesty's Men Show, and I am hosting that with my friends and brothers that are co-hosts with me, Brian Sauvay, Scott Tungay, Riley Voth. And if you don't know Riley, Riley is the founder of The Majesty's Men, and he runs so many different things. He's got, his, he's got irons in like 30 different fires. But he runs all the background stuff for The Shepherd's Crook, and he has been just a dear friend of mine for the last several years. So Riley's going to be a part of this. Bo Hutchess is going to be a part of this. And some others in the Underground Network are going to join us here and there to talk about all sorts of things. Patriarchy, all sorts of things. Postmillennialism, taking dominion, investing, building private property, building wealth, generational wealth, living with your great-grandchildren in mind. All things manhood. And that's going to be a lot of fun. So you want to check out the Majesty's Men show. That's going to be live within the month or so. We've recorded three episodes and those episodes we we keep recording on Wednesday. So you want to be on the lookout for that. The Majesty's Men show. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, John 20 and 21, Jesus is crucified. And then we see Jesus alive. Praise God. Jesus did all that the Heavenly Father required of him. And just to remind you to live Christ-like means at times Everybody in your world, almost everybody in your world, is going to look at you with disgust and disdain. Jesus went to the cross and everybody, everyone in that crowd in Jerusalem chanted, crucify him. The same Jerusalem that just one week earlier was saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, and laying down palm branches has now turned and they're declaring with, you know, fists in the air. You can almost see the mob. The mob is crying out, crucify him. This is life of Jesus, and this is what we're to emulate. This is what we're to walk in. And if we're never, ever, ever in situations, please hear me, where Clown World is saying, crucify him, where Clown World is saying, away with you, cancel you, we hate you, especially in 2021, Pastor, if you've not been canceled by anyone, there's no way you're doing pastoral ministry in a Christ-like manner. There is literally no way. You are a politician and you are just trying to make everybody happy and you're going to sell out if you haven't already sold out. This is a serious matter. It's a very serious matter. And if you're doing pastoral ministry and nobody's been upset with you, then something's profoundly wrong. Because we live in a day that if you're going to preach God's word and if you're just going to stand up and read the Bible and say what God has to say on any given topic, for goodness sake, and just say there's an authority outside of ourself, And for the people in the city, there's an authority that's higher than your heart, than what you think, that your truth, 
then you're going to get people that hate you. And if you say anything publicly at all, or even in your church, if you're just preaching the truth, there's going to be people in your church that's going to be offended by it. If nobody's been offended by anything that you've said, again, there's some profound problems. But here's what Jesus says after the resurrection. He's now revealed himself to the apostles already. And in verse 21, he says this, Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. As the Father sent Jesus, so Jesus is sending us. It's just another reminder. When we look at Jesus' life, and we look how the apostles live their life in a Christ-like manner, and as my friend Toby Sumter says, that the book of Acts is evangelism by riot. When we look into the book of Acts, we see that the apostles... All these disciples lived like Jesus. They went into hostile areas and territories, and they went in and they pushed down idols, and they said that these gods are not gods. There's one true God, and they told people about Jesus, and they didn't care what the cost. They got beat for it. They got dragged out of the city. They got stoned for it, and they continued to preach. They got up and, okay, on to the next city. Let's go. They didn't cry about it. They didn't whine about it. They didn't talk about how difficult pastoral ministry is. They just kept pointing people to Jesus. They kept discipling people, establishing elders, making sure there's healthy churches. This is what God's men do. You may have noticed over the last couple of years a change in the tone of the ministry. And one of the reasons that the tone has been changed is because we've become a pastor courage ministry. Where the Shepherd's Crook now is existing to give pastors a shot of courage. Come on, men. Take heart. Let's go. Don't cry. Don't whine. Yes, life can be difficult, but goodness gracious, you're God's men. Step up and square up those shoulders and do what God has called you to do. That's the kind of men we need. We need men who know how to shepherd like Jesus shepherds. As he is shepherding you, as God the Father sent him, Jesus is sending you. So go and shepherd like Jesus. We've been learning pastoral lessons from Jesus. I hope this series on John has been helpful. Please share this with your friends. Share it with your pastor buddies, your pastoral team. If you're not a pastor and you've been helped by this series or anything in the show, please, I mean, subscribe share, leave a rating or review on iTunes. And if you want to help, if you want to support, please feel free to give. We've got people that are now giving and supporting. There's costs that come, monthly costs now that come to the podcast. And so please, if you want to give, you can give. You can write a check to 325 Ashwood Lane, Carbondale, Illinois, and that will be tremendously helpful. Or you can just donate on the PayPal on the website. And also of note, we're going to be doing some sponsorships and giveaways here in the next couple months. So be on the lookout. We're going to be working with Crossway and with Banner of Truth. And I'm going to start doing that again. So you'll get some giveaways and that kind of stuff. Uh, so be on the lookout and getting some discounts for books. So it should be pretty cool. Guys, I hope you have a great week.